Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of For the Love of Music. Our next song is by one of the best singers in all of the world. She is the queen of soul. At least I think so anyway. And that person is Whitney Houston. And this is a song that they play at all the weddings. Every single time I go to a wedding, they play this song. And it is, I want to dance with somebody who loves me. And I Want to Dance with Somebody Who Loves Me is a recorded is a song recorded by American singer Whitney Houston for her second studio album, Whitney, in 1987. It was released as a lead single from the album on May 2nd, 1987 by Artista Records. It was produced by Naranda Michael Walden and written by George Merrill and Shannon Rebikin of the band Boy Meets Girl who had previously collaborated with Houston on How Will I Know. I want to know, I want to dance with somebody who loves me, received mixed reviews from music critics, critics who praise Houston's vocal performance and, but critiqued her musical arrangement, comparing it to How Will I Know and Cindy Lauper's Girls Just Want to Have Fun. Despite the mix, despite the mixed critical responses, a response, the song became a worldwide success, topping the charts in 18 countries, including Australia, Italy, Germany, and the UK. In the, U in the US, it became Houston's fourth consecutive cha chart topper and is certified seven times platinum with sales of over 7 million equivalent copies. At the, 30, at the 30th gr annual Grammy Awards, I Want to Dance with Somebody Who Loves Me won for Best Female Pop Vocal Performance, making Whitney Houston second to win in that category. So here it is. I Want to Dance with Somebody Who Loves Me by Whitney Houston. Fever ends and I wind up feeling down 
That was Whitney Houston, I Want to Dance with Somebody Who Loves Me. Great song. I love that song. Like I said, I hear it at every single wedding I go to. It is a very popular song. I don't know about you, but when I'm in my car, I am just jamming out to that song, <laughs> singing every single word. Um, now, Sam Smith and Patrick Stump both did a cover of it, and they are very, very good. Sam Smith, if you know his vibe, it's a little more smooth, right? It kind of sounds a little bit sad when he sings it, but it's very, very good. And then you've got Patrick Stump. It's more of a rock version, so it keeps up with the vibe that Whitney Houston had. But they are both really, really good. Go check those out. Our next song is by Otis Redding. And it is called Sitting on the Dock of, a, of the Bay. And Sitting on the Dock of the Bay is a song co-written by soul singer Otis Redding and guitarist Steve Cropper. Redding recorded it twice in 1967, including just three days before his death in a plane crash on December 9th, 1967. It was released on Stax Records' Volt label in 1968, becoming the first posthumous number one single in the United States. It reached number three on the UK single charts. Redding started writing the lyrics in August of 1967 while staying at a rented houseboat in Salido, California. He completed the song in Memphis with Cropper a Stax producer and the guitarist of Booker T and MGs. It features whistling and sound of wave crashing on the shore. So here it is, Otis Redding's Sitting on the Dock of the Bay. A really, really great song. Just a really chill song, um, especially if you are just sitting there on an actual dock of the bay. Listen. Sitting in the morning sun I'll be sitting when the evening comes Watching the ships roll in And then I'll watch them roll away again Yeah, I'm sitting on the dock of the bay Watching the tide Sitting on the dock of the bay, wasting time. I left my home in Georgia, headed for the Frisco Bay. Cause I've had nothing to live for, and look like nothing's gonna come my way. So I'm just gonna sit. On the dock of the bay Watching the tide roll away I'm sitting on the dock of the bay Wasting time Look like nothing's gonna change Everything still remains the same what ten people tell me to do So I guess I'll remain the same yes. Sitting here resting my bones And this loneliness won't leave me alone Listen 
2,000 miles I roam Just to make this dock my home Now I'm just gonna sit at the dock of a bay Watching the tide roll away Sitting on a dock of a bay Wasting time Sitting on a Dock of the Bay by Otis Redding. Very good song. Very chill song. I mean, I can just sit there and imagine myself sitting there on the dock, just looking at the water, just swaying to myself as he's singing that song. His voice is so smooth, and it's such a simple song there. And my favorite part is always the whistle. I'm always whistling to that last part there. Our next song is another simple song. Simple chords, right? I think there's like five chords in here, right? And it's the same thing over and over again, but it is a very popular song. I know it, you know it, everybody knows it. And that song is Lean On Me. Lean On Me is a song written and recorded by American sing singer-songwriter Bill Withers. It was released in April of 1972 as the first single from his second album, Still Bill. It was number one single on both the Soul and Billboard Hot 100 charts, the latter chart for three weeks in July of 1972. Billboard ranked it as the number seven song of 1972. It was ranked number 208 on the Rolling Stones list of the 500 greatest songs of all time in 2010. Numerous other versions have been recorded, and it, and it is the only one of the nine songs to reach number one on the Billboard Hot 100 with versions recorded by two different artists. In 2007, the 1972 recording of the song by Bill Withers on Sussex Records was included into the Grammy Hall of Fame. Like I said, you know it, I know it, we all love this song, and here it is, Bill Withers, Lean On Me.
you guys know as you should know by now these songs are chosen by my boy paul kennedy that guy is just so into music that i had to get his help to do this because i my my music taste is not very big you know i usually stay with a couple of genres and that's where i'm comfortable at but paul has such a wide variety of music and that's why i have him here helping me with this like this next song we're getting ready to do, I know nothing about it. All I know is that it's made by Bob Marley, who is a fantastic black artist, right? And this seems like it's a popular song. And Paul's usually pretty good at picking out the best songs. These are songs that he just likes and that he listens to. And guess what? They turn out to be pretty big hits. And so our next song is Three Little Birds. Three Little Birds is a song by Bob Marley and the Wailers. It is the fourth track on side two of their 1977 album Exodus and was released as a single in 1980. The song reached the top 20 in the UK, peaking at number 17. It is one of Marley's most popular songs and has been covered by numerous other artists. The song is often thought to be named Don't Worry About a Thing or Every Little Thing is Going to Be Alright because of the prominent repeated, prominent and repeated use of the phrase in the chorus. So I do know this song here. Um, now, a little bit of uh, about the writing and inspiration. The source of Marley's inspiration of the lyrics of the Three Little Birds remain disputed. Some believe Marley was using birds as a metaphor for the Jamaican 
uh, the way Jamaicans had to grow cannabis. Some believe the lyrics were partly inspired by birds that Marley was fond of, fond of that used to fly and sit next to his home. Tony Gilbert, a longtime friend of Marley, was present at the time uh, he was writing the song and elaborated. Bob got inspired by a lot of things around him. He observed life. I remember the three little birds. They were pretty birds who would come by the windowsill at Hope Road. However, three female singers from the reggae group I3, who did shows with Marley, claimed it was a reference to them. I3 member Marcy Griffith remarked, after the song was written, Bob would always refer to us as the three little birds. After a show, there would be an encore. Sometimes people would even want us to come back on stage four times. Bob would still want to go back, and he would say, what is my three little birds saying? So here it is, Three Little Birds by Bob Marley. Enjoy.
next song is called Video, and it's by India Ari. Video is a first. Video is the first single released by America singer-songwriter India Ari from her debut album Ar- Ar- Acoustic Soul. The song also contains a sample of Fun by Brig and a sample of Top Billing by Audio 2. Ari wrote the hook for the song in 1999. It became her most successful song to date on the Bill Hot 100, where it peaked in at the top 50. In 2002, Video was nominated for four Grammys, Recorded Song of the Year, Record Record of the Year, Song of the Year, Best Female R&B Vocalist Performance, and Best R&B Song. So here it is, Video by Ari. We'll see you guys next time. Thank you so much for listening to The Love of Music. Determined by the price of my clothes No matter what I'm wearing I'm
I don't need that to have a good time. Keep your expensive car and your caviar. All I need is my guitar. Keep your crystal and your pistol. I'd rather have a pretty piece of crystal. Don't need your silicone. I prefer my own. What God gave me is just fine. to come back okay because that song is a fantastic song it's talking about women empowerment right that she is different she is going against the grain right now i listen to these songs before i uh play them but i don't sit here and look at the names of the songs like i'll be at work and i'll just be listening to them play over and over again right and this song Right as I was listening to it, it just hit me so much that this is a black artist that's coming um, on to this platform and is talking about being different. You know, I'm not the average girl from your video, right? It was just a great, powerful song, and it was such a great song to end on so guys i thank you so much for listening to this special edition of black history month for the love of music we will see you guys next week with more music from the joe show we'll see you guys later bye bye everybody